The difference between us is that I can feel pain. Sounds like a real boogeyman once you said he's coming for you. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy! There's someone else in the hotel room. There's a crazy woman in one of the rooms. It's got a damn curse. This isn't science. It's more like black magic. Your specimen has been processed, and we are now ready to begin the test proper. Coming to you live from a broken down toy factory, I'm your host, Travis Wormwood, with my co-host, Maya Wormwood. Hi. Welcome to Christmas Hill Radio. It seems that Santa has outsourced his products elsewhere, and we're, uh, we're standing in an abandoned factory at the top of the globe. We are lost, we are sick, we are hungry. Where are you, Santa Claus? Where are you, Santa Claus? Where are you? Um, well, here we are. Welcome to the most uh, most cheerful and uh, fearful time of the year. We're at the top of the new of the old year, waiting to uh, wade into the top of the new year. Twenty twenty four. I Nearly. can't believe it. Nearly. If you're listening to this, then you're very likely opening a present right now, and I hope I hope you like it. I hope you're playing this instead of a of a classic Christmas song. I hope you're listening to this instead of maybe. Uh, you know, instead of instead of going to Spotify and looking up, you know, Christmas, you know, easy easy listening, lo-fi stuff to listen to while you listen to Frank Sinatra. Open. Yeah, yeah, play and, podcasts. Hey, yeah, yeah, play this and stuff. More educational. Please, please. Um, play my intro. Okay, yeah, yeah. This was confusing. Here's Maya and Maya. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I don't, I think we went on to it once before. How many of those audio clips can you name? I can name a lot of them. Adventure Time, Scre- Scream Queens, like two out of okay, five. Two. The fairies guy is at the end. That's from, that's from, uh. Green Peaks? No, with the, with the, uh. Oh. With Vicky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairly odd parents. Yeah, yeah. And okay, then, yes. And then um, in Aliens, um, Aliens. R- Ripley, Ripley, it says uh, apparently. I did know that. Yes. I did know that. So, that's, so just, just so you know what's, what we're going at. Horror this week. How are you feeling? What are you doing with it? Feeling horrified. We made a whole list of Christmas horror movies. Um, did we ever share that list? We did. We read it off at some point. Good. Um, and we, I'd like to say that we're about halfway through it right now. I'd love to say that we're halfway through it, and today we watched Puka. Um, a, um, a really terrifying Christmas story. It's Christmas adjacent. Christmas adjacent. It's about a present. It's, it's about the hottest selling Christmas present this year. Yeah. Great actors. I like the acting. I like the the, the music, not the theme song of the Puka, because that's just that gets in your head and it's annoying in a, in a horrible way. But it's, but I like the uh, the themes are good. It's short. It's under an hour and a half. Yeah, I think it comes in at like about hour twenty. Yeah. So we watched it this morning. Um, we had both previously watched it, but we haven't we fully. Do. We do. They Puka and Puka Two are both fully watched on our Hulu list. But yeah. those were from different. I think la- I think two years ago we watched P- Puka, and then last year we watched Puka Two. And now this year I'd like to watch both of them if we could. Yeah. So we watched the first one today. Arms up. Arms up. I feel Triangle. like I feel like your chair specifically is so out like an offering. 
Fly like a plane. So sweet. Arms up. Is that, this like is for the for the for the audio only. Triangle. We're doing a visual like clip for the for we're recording like this now. Plane. We're doing uh we're recording all oh, our yeah. casts now apparently. This is our first video recording of our podcast. You need to either stop moving completely or squat the whole time because I feel like your chair is so squeaky. My we gotta hit. chair is so squeaky. Somebody would like to donate WD forty to this just to get us through. We'll, we'll get you steady. We'll steady out, right? We need to oil this chair up. We'll steady out. I'm uh, going to completely still from now on. And part of the Christmas cast, you're drink I see that you're drinking something called a Christmas ale. So much squeaking. I hope, okay, good. Yeah. From Breckenridge Brewery here in local Colorado, we Christmas have a ale. Christmas ale. A Christmas ale. Oh, God, I forgot about the video. Yeah, great. <laughs> and I'm drinking um, egg. It's vegan eggnog with some rum, some cracking rum. And then some, uh, poured a little bit of, uh, peppermint schnapps in there. Weird. Uh, it's like a, something. It's good. Minty, chocolatey. Chocolatey? Hmm. Huh. Milk yeah. is chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's in its holiday. And that's what I, that's what I say about the holidays. That I love the holidays so much because there's all these different, like, it's, it, it makes it okay to drink all these, like, 10 to 15% liquors. Like, like so many... Because you start to drink all the other times of the year, you're drinking these beers that are five or six percent. You know, it's fine, you know. But then you get around your family during the holidays and everything's like 10 percent, 16 percent. I love that. That's the yeah. And, and you're meant to drink this at like 10 in the morning, too. A lot of these, you know, yeah. I also love that a lot of the holiday drinks incorporate eggs for some reason. A lot of us don't realize that, but like egg whites and egg drinks, Tom and Jerry. Which your family is very heavily. My family freaks out on Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh my I'd love goodness. to. This Every year, time. I'd love to have some kind of Tom and Jerry thing. I, I, I recall having like a full Tom and Jerry so much earlier than any other alcoholic drink in my whole life. Like I feel like I had sips. Like I feel like I was given a full glass of that at the age of nine, and no other alcoholic experience until like my brother started giving me booze. Like you know what I mean? It was like. <laughs> It was, it was, um, it it's was. it's such a tradition. And yeah, you with your family, it's fine. Yeah. And it warms the shit out of your soul. Yeah. Some dark liquor, liquor and some egg uh -huh. yolks. So, yeah, I, yeah, I did, I did sock up on alcohol. Whites? I don't know. Some what, sort of the I, know, egg. I know my grandparents bought like a Tom and Jerry mix, which was probably from like a Costco or like a Kruger, Kroger's or whatever. The equivalent, yeah. And uh, I'm sure it was just like egg, egg. Nothing, whatever it is, egg fluff doesn't matter. Yeah, egg fluff. Yeah. Love it though. Distinct. And it's a good part taste. of the holidays. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, hmm. What else do we got? We went to a holiday party just we earlier did. today, and I guess the horror part of that is the social anxiety that came with it. There was a good portion of the day where I was talking to you about uh, me not going, <laughs> just based on me not oh, me not being able me. to handle it. <clears throat> Excuse you. Yes, that's fine. We'll keep that. We'll keep it. We're not going to cut any of that. That's a sneeze. And I would never say bless you to somebody because I don't, I don't, what I is don't that? I don't want to be blessed. Yeah, I don't like, unless you, you cite You don't have the, the power to bless if you, me. If you name the God you're blessing <laughs> me with, we could talk about it. But I just, the connotations of this are a very Christian thing. And I just, you know, give me. It's already a very Christian time of the year. Let's not go further. Here's my thing. If you say, if, if somebody sneezes around you, don't say bless you. Say Thor blesses you. And I think that right there, 
Say that's God's thunder under God's yeah, hammer. Exactly. Of steel. Yeah, it looks like Thor's hammer yeah. struck your nose and you sneeze. Yeah. yeah say something weird. Don't say something like bless you. Say yeah. something much weirder. I've been trying to say only weird things to people in my life. Honestly, you should. Let's break out of the I'm, matrix. I'm I'm immediately no, I'm I'm I've never been one for conversation, but now when I do have conversation, there is no holds barred in like the small talk. It's immediately like Big talk only. It's immediately like do you feel the universe after your fingertips, or are you the same as that? And it's yeah, a lot of that. in fact, Travis didn't say that to someone at the party that we, the holiday party, yeah. and they said it went right over their head, like as that. it should, as it should for most people. I used to talk about how my skin is a thing I need to get rid of, but now I think it's my bones. You know, you say that to somebody and and they don't know exactly what to say, but it's a point of like where I think it lets somebody know that this is a. Anything to say? You're just looking at me. I would say I would never say this. These things. This is not. This is a. This is an icebreaker. It's not. (laughs) This is an icebreaker for somebody that like. This is this is an icebreaker for a true sort of person. Like I don't want to know you if you don't break the ice. If they're your same wavelength. If you can't break the ice on this conversation, we can't break the ice at all. This is baseline. (laughs) This is your baseline thing. This is baseline thing. Yeah. Something about so yeah, uh, social anxiety at the party. I did uh, get to hang out with somebody else. Travis didn't want to go we, at all. And I, I want. I like supporting to. my friends. I like the idea of a holiday party, but it's tough being there. But I, I was able to um, run to the to the to the dark outside. basement and then go outside of the basement and hang out with somebody there, and we were able to talk. And I feel like a one-on-one thing is so much better for me than a, a room full of people. I agree. Like. So parties are anxiety inducing and I consider myself an outgoing person, but still holiday parties more than anything for some reason, even if it's not including your family. It's so, it's so much more pressure. Just a lot. I don't know why. It's just a a lot time of year. Just a lot. All right. Uh, Trying to squeeze in as much holiday content as possible. How do you feel about that? So it's like kind of like coming off of. I feel pressured because. Excuse the rumbling video. Apparently I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm throwing my feet all around the desk, and it's making the desk rumble. Um, Restless legs. I, I feel like because we celebrate October and Halloween for so long, like three or four months, that when we finally put the things up for Christmas, like after Thanksgiving, it just goes so fast. Like we have such busy lives, us too, that we yeah. are not able, we're not able to connect so many like weekends or week. Like we don't have all these like weekdays off together and stuff to to either watch movies or go out to these places so it's like we make these lists like we made that horror list and we're only halfway through and i made that at the beginning of the month you know and we're literally five days out from christmas and i know we'll be able to suck down a lot of them but it's like i i as I, I suddenly am feeling so holiday ready and we're like three days out from it being done i'm almost like i finally uh, I, okay so the thing is i worked the patio the other day i'm a bartender i worked a patio fully sunny fully warm enough for people to go have margaritas on a patio Mm -hmm. it's a week away from christmas Mm -hmm. that's why i don't feel that christmasy right now and like just now maybe i'm starting to feel a hint of christmas but the weather is just not telling me so it's okay to i think i think it is okay to ease that true christmas feeling in in the last five to seven days because that's when you really want it to hit you don't want to you don't want to be listening to like christmas catalogs the entire month Seconds of knowing, but I do like some of the Christmas songs. Just like week of, I was like Christmas shopping today, and I was like, right, I'll deal with it, whatever's playing, you know. Fuck Mariah Carey, I'll hear it for a minute. Uh, 
But, hmm. My favorite Christmas song is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. That really gets me in the mood. And I haven't heard that this Shirley year. Shirley Temple. It's cute. Shirley Temple. Um, and I believe she sponsors the podcast Postmortem. Just something I have read. Uh, we may have her been in goats for a while. And then about Shirley since I was just, since I, I was about Shirley's age. So. Are you a star just like her? No, but I won't go down like her either. I'll go down in a much more crazy way. Much more fire. But yeah, it's trying to just squeeze that holiday feel into things. It's like, okay, so I we have... just like an excuse to celebrate anything? So it's like I have this, like, I have like 15 different holiday movies. Not, not even horror ones, but some of them are just like... It's goddamn like a Christmas story and Elf and these things that I didn't really care Elf about, but it's best. like I want to watch them at some point. But it's like I save, but then it's like you save them all for Christmas. It's like I'm busy on Christmas. I'm I open presents with my wife for a while, and then like we're probably off to somebody's house when we're doing something. We're trying to do something. We're coming back here at some point, and then it's like we we're have people over. We're we, napping. We're heavily. doing a nap. We're probably we usually have like an impromptu like Christmas gathering with enough people to like get pretty lit as they say and i'm just like it's i don't find sometimes it's like sometimes i'm jealous of christmas past where i've seen like where we've had the whole family together and i've seen like my big brother like just laying on the couch in the basement for like seven hours and that's like just fine you know and i think that comes with having a full christmas vacation and that's like this year i don't have one i just have just christmas off we're going to uh baby shower January. In January, late. so we didn't feel the need to so go yeah, we, yeah, we're, all yeah. the way to Wisconsin when we live in we're, Colorado. We're going back up in January, so we're yeah. not going back for the holidays. But and I've been I back do so feel... many times this year. We got married this year, so we've seen our family and quite I haven't back to too much, Wisconsin honestly. You, you've been there. But, alright, I, th- I think that's, um yeah, yeah, trying to, trying to fit as much ho- holiday content as possible into three days. It's difficult, and I think it just is reminiscent of how the entire holiday season goes. Too much at once. Um, it's all too much at once. Too much family, too much cheer, too much expectations. Um, That's the horror of the holidays. Before we get into any of my written, our written segments, I have, um, we've been putting off for about two weeks now. We bought a casket key the other, a while ago. We'll hold it up for the video. Now this is a very used and an antique tool. It's golden. Um, it's like beautiful looking. It looks. It kind of looks like a weird butt plug. I'm opening the box. But it. But it's. It was used to. You. You would stick this into, like the tool that would then lower the casket into the ground. Crank it. It's like a little. Crank. It would, you would crank it. Yeah. You would crank it. It's like a crank. It's almost mechanism. like a rose gold. So, but you Are can, you talking as about you can, that part is the butt yeah, so, plug? Yeah, so me, so Maya and I have not actually touched the tool because I, it is worn. You can see by the edge over here, it has been like obviously used. There's some, there's obviously some like buff marks on it just from it being used. And uh, so that I feel like that, and I don't know, I don't think it's haunted, but I think it has a lot of spiritual energy to it. Martin, our little cat is coming up. We do have a cat just immediately coming toward it and, and over all the equipment. So this is something that I just, I've been forgetting for, not forgetting, but I just didn't know where to bring it up. Um, we have not touched it yet. I don't know if I necessarily want to, but it's something we got. We're not going to touch it, but this is it. We're not going to touch it. It's it's, it's a cat. Yeah, it could, because I feel like it, it might transfer too many energies, energies that I am not ready for. But it is there. 
I think I but it's funny, as soon as we opened the casket box, our little black cat, Marceline. Oh, God. All right, so we're back. We did have a cat spill a, be a Christmas beer. We had beer. a cat catastrophe. Yeah, Martin was really into us talking about the casket casket key. Spilled I would say the last part of that is that I have now called the music that I make uh, casket key. As an artist, that's what I will be known as. It's a badass name. Uh, forevermore. Can you live up to it. Can you live up to it? We'll never know. <laughs> Am I emo enough? We will see. I think, I think so. We will see. Well, I mean, you've escaped uh, your hometown. I next so. up, I just have written down Christmas popcorn. Now, what I, now I want to take this into a different direction. Now, we are... Now, everybody, the listener knows you get that classic tin of three kinds of popcorn. You get the butter, you get the caramel and the cheese. Popcorn is really homey and stuff. We're gonna create a three tin popcorn for horror. What are the three flavors? Ooh, I feel like one of them has to be green. I feel like it has to be like a sour apple, like sour a, apple. like candy sour apple. Candy green. sour. That's the first one. Okay, and I. Feel what do we call it? We just call it candy sour apple. We call it sour candy um, apple, something like that. Yeah. Mm hmm. Like Christmas. Apple. What's our? I don't know. I'm not just trying to make a Halloween themed tint either, so I don't want to end up there. Oh no! I'm trying to make like red and uh, I'm green and like. Okay. So we got our so we got our green. We got our sour apple. What's next? I'm thinking maybe something that's called like old flesh, and the popcorn is sort of gray. And it and it sort of is like the and I don't think it has it doesn't have any real flesh or human parts in it. But it's sort of the buttered popcorn that they that they salvaged from all the tins from like. 30 years ago and it's just so bland and like not decomposed but i feel like it's just so flat the flavor of this Stale old popcorn. old popcorn they're just calling it old flesh so that's our second flavor so we have sour green apple and old flesh my and so it's a green and a pale pale gray white my what's our third flavor in our in our holiday horror oh. christmas popcorn tin it's a popcorn. When you bite it, it's crunchy on the outside. It's kind of like a shell, like a sugar shell, of like, of like red. And then when you bite into it, it's kind of like a popcorn. And then it's like kind of like a gusher. And it's just called like stocking stuffer. And it's just like, like I don't an know, oozy, yeah. crunchy, bloody popcorn. So We're there's red, have there's to... green, and there's stale popcorn. I feel like that would please. Any have... white elephant gift recipient. We'll have to talk to our <laughs> scientists in the lab about how we can create this, like, gusher-filled popcorn. Because it feels like a I different product vision. altogether. I stand but, by the vision. Yep. Yeah. Okay, imagine. So those are our three flavors. We have, we have old flesh, we have soured apple, and then we have... Cran cranberry crush. No, it's called stocking surprise. Stocking, and we... So, yes... That sounds good. Stop. Order and we'll and that Surprise. and for our listeners, I'll make sure we'll have that posted on our shop next year, so we can order that up. Right? Would you buy that? Would you buy that? Would you buy that? We'll pop the popcorn right now for the stale flavor, mm. just so it's authentic. Yeah, yeah, we, it's and, aged you know, yeah, at some point. <laughs> I, I am currently three D printing a kind of a demonic-looking snake. For, I'm looking at, um, at it in the background. It's for yeah, and, you, and listeners might even hear it in the background because the 3D printer is a little bit loud. It's kind of it's kind of it's humming. Um, 
Now this is a gift. This is gonna be just a part of a gift for a secret Santa at work. I, I love it now, but I was a hundred percent talked and walked into signing up for it. You know. The peer pressure. Like I saw the list on the back, and I did not sign up. And then the final day, somebody was like, "Are you gonna do this?" And I. Well, was you like, are higher up in the company, so I do feel like it is expected. Gotta commit to do these. So I committed, and then I immediately was, and then I got my person, and I'm and I'm doing the best I can. And you know, I mean, and part of me is excited to see what I get because who knows? Maybe I got somebody that truly has figured me out over the past few years, and they like might give me a gift that works. I don't know. This could. I, I'm the thing. I'm not afraid about giving gifts or anything. I'm almost afraid about receiving them because of like how I have to react or. You can't fake your reaction to gifts. Honestly, that's one of the most horrifying things about yeah, the holidays. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Receiving a gift and having to be like. I love it. Great, great. Oh, cool. I'll totally use it. I have it. to deal with this thing now. Thank I you so much. I buy this for myself. No, so you guess, bought me something yeah. that you, you didn't, you don't know me. You yeah. didn't think about me enough to know mm. what I want. Mm. And you bought me this and now I'm having to fake that I love it. Good. Uh, it's like, do I want a Modern Family Season 5 Funko Pop exclusive Target Edition fuzzy mode? I just don't know if that's my thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, tarot cards and regifting them. Now, I I, um, I may or may not have too many d decks of tarot cards. We have some that we haven't even opened. And like once we got New Orleans. I'm thinking, what are the repercussions of regifting these things? For me, yeah. in my own studies, a lot of times I won't let people touch my I deck. I feel like the intention of the cards is basically the whole point. And if you have the intention of keeping the cards for yourself or the intention of looking for cards for someone else, the universe will, will like present different cards for you. And if you just already acquire those and use them for a different purpose than the universe intended, there could be... I haven't... No, I would say I haven't... Says, I haven't even used this deck. This is like a deck well, that yeah. I found at... Essentially, this is a deck I found at the back of the junk drawer. And it's a beautiful tarot deck. It's just that we have some... It just got lost in the what fervor of things. What is it? What's things. the theme of the deck? Nothing. It doesn't matter. I don't want to give it away because I don't want to dox myself if, some, if the person that I got it got the deck. I don't want to do this, you know. I don't want to... Someone listening may... No, nobody listening, receive but... Receive the gift? Well, I'm just saying that there's a... There's a... At least a point zero one percent chance that that is the case, yes. And so I don't want to make them feel bad because I do the 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 deck is quite frankly awesome. It is gnarly. I just it might be too much for my brain to handle at this point in my life, or maybe I've gathered enough information that I'm ready to pass it on. But I think that that might be more has to be a ceremony. But because it's a white elephant, I have to do it in secret. So it's just sort of a blind giving of this. And also, I have no idea if they even like tarot decks. So I might be giving them this burden. Like a full-on burden. I feel like a tarot deck is the worst gift for a white elephant. Yeah. I don't recommend. I I I recommend. I, as a person that works at this like very witchy establishment, I feel like I have a better chance than most other white elephant um, office gifts that it will work. I will say that I had also a white elephant gift party at my work, and I'll name some of the best gifts that people like brought horror bought please. make for... them make them horror related 
I'll make them horror related. There was one that was just horror. like a spray bottle, but it was just like titties, and it was just like a spray mm. bottle that was shaped like titties, and it just like sprayed. It was supposed to be for like house plants and stuff or like whatever. So that's horror um, related. That's horror related. Um, it's. I'm not gonna use that related. word anymore. <laughs> um. I realize that saying the word horror and like with my speech impediment, sometimes I just skip the second O. So it's just an extended horror. I don't want to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight about that. I, I noticed it from day one. And I will not fight about this, Maya. I love it. Horror bartender, Maya. Segment one. We're finally at our first segment. Horror bartender. As here and and and, and, uh, and that's that was I, I meant to have that accent on it, horror bartender. That's what I'll call it now. Maya, you are our resident pro bartender to yes. the stars. I am to all the famous people. What? Now, now we can dig a lot into the details of this, but I think I'd rather just jump right in and have the answer. What? Now, I think Jason Voorhees uh, came to your bar the other day. What did he order? He ordered a tequila sunrise. Because the thing is, his brain kind of like ended at childhood, but he's still trying to seek that sugar, that adrenaline out of life. And tequila sunrise is the sweetest drink you could possibly order. So that's mm -hmm. what he ordered. Mm -hmm. And I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. I was mm -hmm. like, okay. And I feel like maybe he... If, if, for people... Listening, who don't know what a tequila sunrise yeah, what is, is? What the hell is that? What, what the, the hell? What the is hell that? is this horrifying drink that so, only Jason would order? <laughs> well, it's Jason and a lot of other people who just are hummingbirds and love some good sugar. So basically, it's a base. The liquor is tequila. I personally use a reposado. So it's a serving of the reposado and then a splash of grenadine and orange juice. And you kind of make it look like a sunset. So you set it up with like the orange bleeding into the red. And, and would a, Jason put like a piece of decomposed flesh in there or some sort of dirty... It'd be like a finger floating in it. Or yeah. like some dirty algae or like... Yeah, or like a tiny little canoe. Yeah. Floating in the tequila a little sunrise, canoe. a tiny canoe. Yeah, and that's where the a tiny little canoe filled with grenadine, and then you so, tip so the Jason... canoe over, and the grenadine goes over, and then that's the yeah. tequila sunrise. That's so blood. Jason, oh my god, that's a good drink. That's a good drink. Okay, so it's just orange juice and then a grenadine. So Jason ordered this and, and he served it up. I did. No problems. He didn't. He didn't throw a fit at all. I think ten out of ten. Jason has drank his drink and walked out of the bar, ready to do some killing again. No problem. We didn't have any trouble here. At, he tipped uh, me thirty percent. Hill bar. Yeah, uh, his money was wet, though. Yeah, it was a little bit like moldy. Yeah, it's a little bit of a moldy, wet money. Do you feel like Sacagawea coin? Uh, yeah, Maya. Which are rare these who's days? Who's coming into the bar next? I hear like big footsteps. Who are whose are those, Travis? I. I think the guy's trying to open the door with his big foot toes. And he's walking in, and it's Bigfoot. Oh, dang. That's why That's why the footsteps were so that's big. That's why the Bigfoot... What is Bigfoot ordering at our bar, at the Pumpkin Hill Bar? Uh, now, I, 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 I'll give him the, uh, the barn burner. I'll give him the, the, the beer and the shot. But besides that, because that's these... Yeah, I know he's had a long day. So he comes in and I'm like, you're regular? And I'll throw him the beer, the shot. He's already taken it. What does he have an afterward though? Just to like, as a, as something nice. He wants to, 
He wants to treat himself now. It's the end of the week, and he's already kind of relaxing into himself. He's already had enough to get to that buzz. What's, what's Bigfoot having? For his dessert drink, I feel like Bigfoot would order a nice absinthe to get him just, like, feeling nice and into the woods spirit. I feel like he would take a nice sugar cube, dissolve that over the absinthe, pour that over the absinthe, and he would take it neat, and he would just sip on that, because it's a very botanical drink, and he's a botanical boy. He has like a, does he, so he has a sugar cube instead of an ice cube inside of it, dissolving? No. He's boiling, it's one of, it's the full contraption. No, it's, you take the glass, and then it's a spoon, and you put a sugar cube in it, you pour the ice, you pour the absinthe over, over the sugar cube and that dissolves it. Okay, yum. That's how Bigfoot? you prepare an episode. Great, thanks, Bigfoot. And he's a happy camper. Yeah. Or not camper. He's the only one that you won't see out camping because he's, he's too deep. Yeah, he's talking to the fairies. I think we have one more visitor at the horror bar. Who is it, Maya? Oh, it's fucking Frankenstein. Frankenstein's coming in. Hey, the door is not... He's clipping the top of the door on the way in because his head's too tall. Uh, he's saying, Ugh. His arms are out. The uh, the the bolts on his neck are, sh are kind of shooting lightning. And he's taking yeah. a seat. Taking a seat. He's picking up his phone, calling some friends in. And he's and, and the friends are immediately not coming in. So he's mad. So he's mad. We got a mad Frankenstein. He's trying to blow off some steam and his friends are not coming. His plans are ruined. What is he doing tonight? He's not. This ain't a happy Frank. How do we cure his ailments? I think he's drinking something serious, something sinister, something villainous. I think he's drinking something with green chartreuse, um, like the Secret Whisper or some drink like that. I believe it has um, a maraschino liqueur, which is actually super okay. botanical. I like this. Well, we're gonna say and this is his then. Yeah. So I think he's some drinking something super strong something super botanical something sort of sour from the grave but equally as sweet equally as bitter equally as strong as he is and he's ordering that as a shaken neat martini mm. yeah and i think he's drinking it and leaving just happy enough to not pull our arms off of our bodies he's leaving in a violently classy way yeah great and the and the bar is closing now. The bar is closing up. Last call, Frankenstein. Last call, Frankenstein, and 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 one more shot for you, Invisible oh, Man. Oh, you want a green tea shot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the pickle shots cost extra, buddy. Spicy pickle shot. Next segment, Gremlins. It's like another Christmas one. Gremlins. Fuck, marry or kill. And excuse my language. F, marry or kill. Excuse I have my picked. Language of marriage. Ugh, I have picked three. Um, very famous gremlins from the mostly from the first and second movies. You know, the only two that are. Then we have Stripe. He's kind of the main villain of the first movie. We have Mohawk, one of the villains of the second movie, and we have Greta, another gremlin of the second movie. What about just Gizmo? He's not. We have three, and Gizmo's not here. Huh. Uh huh. Well, I would marry Gizmo. I uh, yeah. Now, now Gizmo, it seems like maybe he's already dead. I'm sorry. He tried to go down the chimney just like that person's dad. And uh, he died being Santa just, just like all the others. My heart is broken. Now, with a broken heart, we're going on dates. Now, 
who are we fucking? Now, Stripe is the, uh, he's in the first batch. He's the, as in the first movie. He's, he's kind of the guy, he's one of the one that grows that, um, he has that, like, white stripe on his head in the first movie. He's the main bad one. I feel like we fuck him. We want to fuck him. Yeah. Now, I think he killed the dog and the dad in the movie. See, He's I reckless. See, I, I would never marry them, but maybe I would kill them because they killed the dog. Um, so maybe we're either fucking him or killing them. Let's hear about the other contestants. Okay. Mohawk is the leader of the new batch. He's, so he's kind of the stripe of the, the second movie. Now, the difference between him and stripe is that Mohawk has black and white fur and Mohawk uh, has razor sharp fish like spines protruding from his back. Uh, he, uh, he, he later mutated himself into a spider hybrid on purpose. So we can maybe take Mohawk in the spider hybrid mode. The lower half of his body became a, an abominable spider creature with eight legs. Kill. Kill him. And then we have Greta. And she's kind of the hot girl one. <laughs> she um, She's actually also the only one that survives the movies. Okay? Mary. Okay, yeah, yeah. She appears as harmless, but her affinity for some men is quite troublesome. Uh, she wears red lipstick and has uh, three fingers with red nail nail polish. Do you want to marry? So this seems pretty apparent right at first. I thought this would be harder. So no, we're, it's very easy. So we're gonna um, fuck kill the spider one, fuck the cool one, marry the one who is like gonna live to the end and is sensible. Wow. And also, it was too know. easy. Gremlins, hey gremlins, try harder next hey, time. Hey gremlins, create some more like. Not so black and white characters. Because okay? I can immediately, because yeah. We can, we immediately know what to do with these characters. We immediately know whether we want to fuck Mary or kill. And them. hey, Greta, hit us up. Pumpkinhillradio at gmail.com, Greta. Get get our number, girl. Um, next Death Row Meals two. I love last, this segment. Last week we did Death Row Meals. I have another round of it now you're sitting and looking at the computer screen i'm gonna pull it up you're gonna have to find some way to not look at the computer screen okay okay timothy mcveigh who was the uh sort of the uh the creator of the oklahoma city bombings the creator of i don't know put a death at the uh 33 And we're back. A little bit of a technical difficulties, but we have more drinks in hand and we are ready to go over this. A couple more death row meals from Aya. I'm so excited. Okay. I love this segment. So you just cl start closing your eyes right now. Just I close cannot them. refrain myself from keeping my eyes okay, off Travis' all you gotta computer do is screen. Close them. So I will blindfold fold myself. Hmm. So we need to close it out for the listener. What did Timothy McVeigh have? We spoke about Timothy McVeigh before the break. What did they have? The Oklahoma City bomber. Death by inject lethal injection at the age of 33 with 168 counts of uh, murder. What did they eat? 168 counts of murder? Yeah, pretty good. So I mean, like... Or bad. They did bad. They did. It's a bad count, but damn. I mean, that's a big, that's a, 
you know, at some point. That's crazy. They're like instantly a serial killer, so but, I feel like they like <clears throat> have had this building up for a while now. So I feel like so what, ever since the age they've been building it up, they've kind of like sourced all of their problems from. So I feel like for their last meal, they had like extravagant waffles, like fruits and syrups and jams and 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 confections and such. And I feel like they had a big dollop of whipped cream on it. Two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's what I would have. That's what I would have as my last. Do not uncover your eyes. This whole segment is you closing your eyes. I got eyes. a cat about... hair in my mouth. Alright. Uh... I mean, uh... God, gosh. I'm just, I'm just worried nobody knows some of these. Well, we're going to go go them anyway because you... you all I, don't should, know, I don't know these. Y'all should know them or we will learn about them together. Alan Lee Davis, a.k.a. Tiny. Uh, let me see. Tiny was put to death in Florida by electric chair at the age of 54. He was sentenced to a death for robbery and three counts of murder. What did, uh, what did Tiny eat? I think Tiny had a chicken pot pie and a watermelon and some sweet tea. Okay, so Tiny had lobster tail, fried potatoes, a half pound of fried shrimp, six ounces of fried clams, a half of a loaf of garlic bread, and 32 ounces of A&W root beer. Oh my god, um, Slay. I, I, what I've noticed so far about some of these killers is that they love seafood. You know what? It's decadent, and a lot of people, especially inland, I mean, we live in Colorado, it's the yeah. middle of the yeah. country. Keep your eyes closed. I'm We're not on. close to any seaport. Uh-huh. Seafood is a delicacy, so I I get that. Oh my god, I, I am I am. Give me one more second, uh, Maya. Um. Hmm. I was going to ask what you would want to eat, but I think we did that last time. We did. Earl Forrest. Okay. What about, who is that? Earl Forrest was involved in a drug uh, dispute that later ended up with bringing him 11, oh my God, 11 years on death row. So he was on death row for 11 years. For drugs? Earl Forrest, yeah. What kind of drugs? Yeah, honestly, fuck. This guy, this, that sucks. All I have up if here is... If it some... was just weed? Involved in a drug really dispute that later ended up crazy. bringing him 11 years in death row. So, I mean, it's either it ramped you up... You can't get death row for weed, though, can you? Well, so, not it was just... probably, like, what? Like, like was it... God. Like, was it, like... I don't know. Drugs? Well, using your ideas of what he might have had, what do you think he had for his last meal after 11 years on death row? Cheese pizza. Okay. He had pasta, steak, tomatoes, cucumbers, and a side of fruit. A piece of chocolate cake. And he washed that down. This is verbatim from a website. With a glass of milk. Um, Classic American. I'm also seeing... Indulgent hmm, meal. Everybody's eating steak. Is that just your death meal? Is steak somehow the best meal? What the hell? I have hey. honestly never tried steak, so I don't know. And I have, and it seems like the most mid-ass meal. It seems like the meal that you'd give to 
that you give to somebody on your first date. It seems like a meal that you'd have like an Applebee's. Is it just a perceived fancy meal and not an actually good meal? It's not, it's not good. I mean, it's a fine, especially when you season it right, it's fine. But that's a, such a weird, I guess maybe they, they, maybe, I don't think they're going for fanciest here. I think they're going for what they, they're most homey. You know what I mean? I think they're going for something that they felt in their childhood, maybe. Oh, okay. So Is that like a study? Maybe we could oh. look at, we could look at, I feel like maybe some of these serial, serial killers are um, ordering their like childhood favorite meals. Because if we're being honest, a nice like breadcrumb mac and cheese would be really good as Is a micro meal. And that's something my aunt used to make me. So I like, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that hypothesis. I think that checks out in a lot of cases. Okay. Okay, and those are the meals. I don't I don't want to dig any further. I think if we want to dig any well, further, Travis, we can just talk about Did we talk about what would your last meal be? Last episode we did. I said um, coffee and cigarette. And that's so classy. That's like very FBI yeah. agent of and for some Can reason, I cover my eyes? For some reason, I picture... I'm not covering them. Why didn't you tell me I could? I'm sorry. For some reason, my I... My arm uh, hurts. <laughs> yeah, you can you, you keep them covered if you want. I always thought that having a coffee and cigarette would also be like i my head would be on the chopping block like you i'd get be get your adrenaline pumping from no like things. like i picture me having you this, want to be hyped up here like i'm having death, this let's like let's go yeah death, well no i'm let's saying go but this is where you're i always maybe this is where you serve your meal i think maybe you serve your final meal on the chopping block like for me they gave there's a plate I'm, my head is on the log with the little divot so i can put my, my, my head through it they so the don't do the, that these days and they're bringing a little a plate with a, a to one, catch your head. one Marlboro red with a lighter and a cigarette with uh, and that's the and, and a bad coffee from an unknown. It's not from any recognizable. It's from a local coffee shop, but it's not good coffee. It's from like a bad diner. It's world's best coffee, worst coffee. Yeah, and then I have my Marlboro there and a little lighter, and I kind of kind of reach over the log because my head's in the thing and I can light the and I can light the cigarette and kind of drink it. And then I think, I think probably un, unbeknownst to me is when the best time to cut. I think just within the time frame of the cigarette that I'm smoking is when I get my head You want off. your like death, you want your like death breath to be like you like, like no, exhaling the cigarette? Probably yes, but I think it's more just like, I think I don't want to know at all. I think between, mm. I think and that's fair. between ha like it's sipping, like one, sipping two, the bad three. coffee and just having the puffs of the cigarette between the, the the lighting of the cigarette and the end of it, at some point during that, I want the axes to come down. It's like when dentists are like, I'm going to mm. pull your tooth on three, and then they're like, mm. one, and then they pull it on the one. And it's like, you're very Whatever. caught off guard. I, honestly, I would like them to give me a few puffs. Give me a few puffs. So do, don't give me one and then do it. I'd like, I'd like for the cigarette to be at least half gone. And for the coffee to be, you know, and if I need to ask for oh, that, that's too predictable. Uh, second coffee, uh, second uh, cigarette, please. Let me give me another. I might be begging for my life in some fashion as I ask for more cigarettes in that. But hmm. I have answered that before, so I don't want to dig any more into it. Uh, uh, my dog is freaking out. Can, I, can we kick him out? What is happening? Next segment. Hmm. Do we believe in the prime? So uh, yeah, Maya. Do we believe in Santa? Or and when I say that, do we believe in the like primordial idea of 
That's um, a loaded question. I would say, do I believe in the Christian Santa? No, no. I'm saying lives. I'm saying the primordial, the most ancient idea. This idea of an ancient gift giver or gift taker, or like they're giving, um, like like a common thing is coal. Like, you know, they're not always giving gifts. Like, when did do we believe in this? Do you believe in this most ancient idea of Santa Claus, Maya? Do are you saying do we? Do you believe in Santa Claus? No, not at all. Do I believe that there's someone in the North Pole making gifts for everyone to fly? No. Was I tricked a lot to believing that as a child into like sixth grade? Yes. I mean. I just don't believe it at all. I never have. Um, oh, for our for our seven year old listeners, you better turn it off because you're about to hear that that Saint also Daniel. like Saint Nick and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I always left my shoes out and I put oranges in my shoes and like oh, all, you got, you almonds one of those? and stuff. But like, do I believe in that? Absolutely not. If not, then maybe I was just naughty, and that's why Santa never. So. I guess that kind of leads into the next segment, which is, I, I kind of just called it Christmas Monsters, but without having any notes on this next part, I would like to talk more about that. So Santa obviously comes from something. The Claus family. <laughs> yes. Well, no, no. Sa- Santa, as we've built up from earlier episodes, Santa is Odin in some respects. Santa. In some respects, in, in and all. in some lore, and in some timelines. We're not talking about every single timeline. There's different timelines, and they're always crossing over, so we never know. But I would say on the, in this timeline where we're most recently inhabiting, inhabiting, excuse me, I would say that um, Odin is necessarily a, an, an amalgamation of Santa, or vice versa. Probably the probably the pre before the post. Um, this this being that sees you and, and gives you these gifts. I think in Odin's case, it was more metaphorical. Like he was giving you insight as to where Santa's giving you like these like you know um, uh, you know socks power, like a Power Rangers Hot Wheel you know thing. He's giving you Hot Wheels socks, yeah. candy canes. I think he's that, giving you some new outfits. Yeah, I think that they are they are a one for one, just. With five thousand years past, you kind of mis- you, you mistranslated a little bit, you know. At one, you know, he at one point Odin uh, gives his eye up for knowledge, and then the 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 birds eat his eye, and then he sees the future. And so I think that Santa being able to see when you're sleeping and when you're awake is a part of uh, that sort of magical lore. Well, can I say that speaking Please. of magical you lore, uh, Yule starts on the twenty first, and that's kind of the origins of Christmas a little bit. Um, And Mm. I can also say that, okay, can we talk about how leaving cookies out for Santa, putting up a tree, Mm. all these things are very, like, representative of offerings and, like, like summoning of demons. Is Santa mm. a demon that we're all collectively summoning? Yeah. Can we talk about that? You're leaving out, you're putting up totems. Exactly. You're leaving, you're leaving out trinkets. Offerings. To, you're leaving out offerings, yeah. putting up totems. Totems of and offerings. I like those, those two words are great to totems, affiliate with Offerings, worship to the demon Santa Claus. AKA Odin. AKA. Who? 
But we would not say it's only Santa Claus, and this is, we're not we're reading into. It. I love this monster quest so far, as it as it were. We'll bring it to Krampus as we always do. Santa's little helper. This is this is the Loki of the group. This is the the mischievous 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 creature that would. This is like the Grinch, but from Norse mythology. And he rides with he rides with Santa. This is Santa's half brother. Well, we don't know. No, it's just it's a it's half Santa. demon brother. Uh, Krampus is Santa's half demon brother, who's just like really into yeah. S and M. No, you're right. And well, yes, you're, yeah, you're right of all that. And it's just something that had has been left behind with all these other um, Christmas monsters. And I think this he traps you in a snow globe. Up. Well, sort of. Your mind. Um. Oh God! I put all these descriptions for that none of the names. What do we got? We got a gnome. Anything about a gnome? Give me a second. Give me a second. I can count this. Give me a second. Oh well. Okay. We have Mr. Balschnickel. Who you probably heard of from The Office? Remember Dwight came in. Belschnickel, yeah. He's Belschnickel. one of Santa's friends who is like a little more naughty. He's, he's Santa's naughty friend. He doesn't come in with presents so much as like beating your ass, right? He like he doesn't. He generally doesn't like you. And Santa. Unless you're into it. Yeah, and Santa kind of marks that down for him. They're kind of, I think they're friends. But yeah, um. His, yeah, his appearance. Yeah, he's uh, old. His face is uh, dirty. He's got a whip. He's got a pocket full of coals. Pocket full of sunshine. I gotta live on another sunshine. And his other pocket oh, has oh. cakes. But his other pocket has cakes and nuts in it. Oh, I want okay. that pocket. I'll reach into that pocket full of cakes and nuts. So... So mostly he beats your ass, but once in a while you get cakes and nuts. I'm into it. Good. 10 out of 10. Are we rating them on 1 to 10? 10 We're rating them on a 1 to 100. Oh, 99. We're rating them on 1 to 100 Christmases. How many Christmases do you rate Belch Nickel? 100 Christmases. I'll get whipped if I'm naughty. I'll have chocolates and cakes and nuts if I'm good. And another Christmas monster, Greylog. It's a win-win, baby. Greylog, the uh, Christmas uh, giant, the witch. That's the one who has all the sons who lick stuff. Mm -hmm. And today is the what liquor? Spoon. No. Bowl. I told you. Door. I told you earlier. What kind of lick? Now, Greylog has a lot of sons, and they're all into licking stuff. Maya. I see that I am now behind the podium at the lick is right. I'm wondering now we have to I have to guess which lick it is. Yeah, that was actually a trick question. It's the window peeper. It's the creepiest uh -oh. boy of them all. While he is not mm. as greedy per se as some of his brothers, he has just peeping in your windows, not only oh, looking God. for like, you know, some like partial nudity, but but also some shit to steal. So bowl liquor and spoon liquor are off doing some other stuff, but window paper is here. He's like, oh, I see you have, you know, 
the collector's item and like of this Funko Pop. I'm gonna go ahead and steal this. And, and like son, like eBay. mother, Grayla is in a perpetual bad mood. You like know, my, yeah. due to her insatiable hunger for children. Each Christmas, God, Grayla. I'm so fucking hungry yeah, for children. She comes down from the I mountains. I hate this. Why can't people produce children? Quicker, so I can eat them. They're so supple and delicious. Thank you, Why Grayla. isn't there a Kentucky Fried Children, children KFC. in my town? Yeah, Grayla, Grayla's mad. I want the family mad. size bucket. The family of children. I want the quadruplet baby the quad bucket. The KFC quadruplet basket. Baby back ribs. Yeah, yeah. Gra as you can hear, Grayla's here, and she's she she wants modern food. She's honestly sick of the dirty baby she's been eating. Uh, she wants modern convenience for yeah, her. She's here to hunt naughty kids, and then uh, you know when she's when she's off work, she just eats you know, fast food, easy stuff. She wants to get home to her family. You know, she's a she's, she's a, she's a, a working mom. Sons. She's a working a mom. She, has, she she cooks, but it's like every night. No, you know sometimes you do the fast food. Every night, no. Some nights we gotta call it in. <clears throat> call it in. Hello? Hello? This is this is Horror Munch Daily. How can I help you? Um, hello. I need some horror munches. Do you right. have that? Well we have a a burger with a with a full set of teeth on it. That's your special for today? No, that's what we have every day. Our special is a it's a spinal cord raw. That sounds absolutely what I'm looking for. Um, can I get some sort of sauce with that? Raw spinal cord? There's no, there's no sauce. This is a dry, this is all dry as bones. And dirt. I can give you a side of dirt. Thank you. I'll take a sprinkle of dirt and on that. Somebody, um, can I get that to go? Somebody in the back is, somebody's saying behind me that you could technically mix the dirt with the water to create mud for a sauce. I don't condone that. My company, the company does not condone that, but you can tactically create, you can, you can create mud sauce. We'll take that into consideration. Thank you, So sir. I'll give you inside of dirt. And what's my total? Six. 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 Well, I only have a 20. Do you have change? Yeah, it's uh, 426. That'll be 426 at the window. Thank you. Pull, pull me down. I'm pulling. I'm pulling up. And, and I, was, I think, and I, and I, and thank you for pulling up. And I think, I'm sorry for having you wait in the uh, checkout line for so long. I've been waiting for here for like a week. Is I, it done or what? Could you talk about? Now I have a little promotion here that you could get all this for free if you just talk about our sponsor. Well, I, I think I should get it for free anyway since I've been waiting here so long. And what's the sponsor today, Maya? The sponsor Famous. today is the Baby Bucket Kentucky Fried Inbred Children Deep Fried in a Bucket. Little succulent baby legs slurping right up with some Kentucky Fried Barbecue Sauce. It's cannibalism. It's what's new. It's what's hot. We're eating bugs. We're eating unadopted children. Adopt, don't shop. That's the ad today. Horror recommendations? We got uh, Puka. We watched that today. It's That's a, a very 
horrible. It's If you want something existential, it's going to stick with you. It's kind of like Black Mirror. I'm still doing the phone. Are we still on the phone? Hang up. Hang up. I have one. No, Puka is a good Christmas adjacent movie. Like, there's like talk of the holidays in it, but it's still a it's horror movie. It's a holiday movie. gift. Puka is a holiday own, gift. Right? Yes, exactly. So it's 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 a good to watch in the build up to Christmas. Yeah. Next recommendation is Krampus. Anything to say? Speaks for itself. I love Krampus. It's it's a holiday classic. It's just a horror movie yeah. that is equally Christmas, and it is also very kind of Black Mirror and very existential as well. Um, but we, I would we say watch it scares on, me, and I love horror, horror movies. We watch that on Christmas. Like I love to watch it now. Yeah. But we gotta wait a little, we little have bit because it's good on Christmas. Let's watch it on Christmas. Okay. And it's good to watch it while it's really snowy outside. So. What's up, Mizzy? Here we go. Let's see. Maya, thank you for coming on today. You're Happy welcome. holidays. Happy holidays. You know, after the next time you hear us, we're going to be post-Christmas. We're going to be digging right into 2024. I think we'll be probably doing a 2024... Uh, new year, new us, new aspirations. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be doing... We'll be, we'll be talking about what we need to move on to in the next year, but... But for now, we're close enough. I hope that uh, the stockings are hung. Stuff them. I hope that the... Stuff those stockings. Hang them up. I hope the fireplace is hot and ready. Hope the the fireplace is as lit as you are, baby. I hope that you have as many Christmas cheers and jeers as... And not a lot of tears, honestly. I hope you're able to sort of fall asleep in front of the TV during the middle of the day for like six full hours. And we hope you never have to pee. And if you've listened to uh, the podcast this far, go ahead. And we love you as much as we love a star. Then go ahead and follow us. Give us a five-star rating on uh, Spotify. Go on to no Apple. less. Go on to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. You can leave a comment there as well. We can We can talk. We can we can go we can see what we're doing. I think we might move, move move a little forward from there. We might do a little Discord action. Who knows? Who the hell knows? Go to Etsy, uh, Red Temple Radio. See what I got there. Um, thanks for listening to uh, Holiday uh, Christmas Hill Radio. I have been your co-host Travis Wormwood, along with Maya Wormwood. Until next time, see you later, you spooky little. Uh, you spooky little. Spirits of Christmas presents. Um, hmm. Good luck surviving this year.